0: Hey, welcome everybody. It is seven o'clock sci-fi distilled, and it is Star Trek Day. Is it today? Is it today or is it tomorrow? It is no,
1: it's Friday, but hey, Friday Friday. for the Americans, Thursday for the Canadians.
0: It's close enough. It's Star Trek Week.
1: Maybe it was today for the Canadians. I don't know. know.
0: Whatever. It's close enough. So we're gonna bring in our our esteemed panel here in a little bit. But before we do that, I think we're gonna get to our news, which Mary Beth's got got a little bit of news, and then our social news.
1: A little tiny bit of—I t- have two pieces of Star Trek news for you guys tonight. Star Trek news number one: to celebrate the 50th anniversary of animated Trek, Star Trek is releasing five new animated shorts. They are called, get this, very short treks. They're described as being anything. Can you tell but there's a writer strike? Right. Well, I think these were done maybe before because you know, I'm
0: changing because of the name is so. <laughs> You're described
1: as that. anything but canon. Uh, the first one drops on Friday, and the other, fo- the other four follow on Wednesdays, I believe. They can be found on Star Trek.com or YouTube, and they will be starring George Takei, Gates McFadden, Jonathan Frakes, Doug Jones, Armin Shimerman, Ethan Peck, Celia Rose Gooding, Connor Trenier, Bruce Horak, and Noel Wells. Star Trek news number two on Friday, September 8th. The cast of Star Trek, all of it, not just one of them, all of it, invites you, yes, you, gentle viewer, to join them on the picket line. Calling it United We Trek, Star Trek actors are planning a special picketing event as, get this, counter-programming to the Star Trek Day festivities. In Los Angeles, it's from 10 to 12 at the Paramount Lot. That's 5433 Melrose. And in New York City, it's 9:30 to noon at the Paramount offices at 1515 Broadway. If you go, you're advised to take public transportation, bring hats, water, sunscreen, wear comfortable shoes, and please do not wear your Star Trek clothes. When you arrive, check in with SAG or the WGA, and then you can bring a homemade sign if you want, and there'll be a group picture at the end. Okay, guys, what's gonna happen now? is Rizzo's going to put up a countdown. But, but, and gonna... remember,
0: I have one comment on that. On the, yeah. Star, the Star Trek there. That's a good thing you point that up, because they're doing a big thing on The Eighth, right? Yes, yes. And there's Jerry O'Connell, and I think yeah, Tommy I yes. saw. Yes. They have all these people. So are they breaking the picket line to do that, basically?
1: I don't know. And that show would have had to have been written.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It? Well, so that's I the writer's right? Yeah, so there's a little... Weirdness weird going there. on there. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Anyway. That's a I guess great question. Like, and I don't, don't know the answer. Unless they were under contract and they, they it was like they're going to get majorly sued or something if they didn't do it. I don't know. Yeah. Unless they got, maybe they got a, maybe they got a pass from SAG to do it. I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's a clip I show. I, just, I,
0: I have no idea what the answer is, but. I mean, you've, seen, was you've seen this thing
1: before. It's basically a clip show.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's the same thing they did last year, I imagine. But still, but there was host, there's hosts hosting these yeah. things, so. Anyway, all right, yeah, so we're gonna do the get me get the Ahsoka ticker. And up. if you
1: have not seen Ahsoka, please mute us mute for the next three minutes because, because there's already... a huge spoiler at the end of this episode.
2: Right.
0: Okay, ready? Ready. Let me get the there we I go. Okay, so things are picking up for Ahsoka. Um, they are definitely, uh, I think the action is certain, there's definitely a lot more sword play going on, uh, in these things. We're yeah. seeing a lot more of, of what Sabine could do. Um, yes. the storyline is moving along. We have the, of course, the, the, the hyper spaceship ring thing, which actually turned out to be a spaceship. I thought they were going to bring another big, like, star destroyer.
1: Yeah. And put it in. and But it...
0: like, Nope. The whole thing went. Boom. The whole thing
1: launched. The ring yeah. launched. Yeah.
0: Did you notice that uh, Kim's convenience was like the only X-wing that didn't get destroyed when that thing?
1: Yeah, I saw that. I was like, "Oh God, they're like, all dead!" All oh, the okay. out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> except the guy from Kim's convenience. Oh, and also Hera brought her
1: kid. Like, who brings their kid along on a? Yeah. <laughs> now,
0: they, what's the backstory? Because the kid obviously is the same race. He's, he's the human. kid
1: is, yeah, yeah. The kid belongs to uh, Kanan.
0: Okay, right. Okay, but, Kanan but it's, and not, Hera, it's not Hera, a right? biological kid. No, it is. Oh, it is. Damon oh, and Hera
1: had a kid.
0: Okay, so, but he's just clearly all human. He didn't get DNA green. all human. Okay. I Whatever. I'm just curious, because I, I forgot that part from, yeah, from the did. other
3: part of the show. So, they what did. else? So, yeah,
1: I I, so- really, I enjoyed the battles with Ray uh, Stevenson as Balen. I thought that was great. It makes me, every week I see him, and every week I'm like, oh, I yeah. wish he had he is
0: a great. He was a great actor. Um, his was voice was here, so he perfect. He was perfect for this role. One of the one of the main things you you know you had been saying about this show being needed to be tighter, and when they got to that battle with Ahsoka and him, and they're both kind of just standing there with their lightsaber, yeah, were they were reading the light, each other? Do something.
1: Do something. Me too. Me it too. Was me way too. Way too long. Also, it way too long. Is this not the Sabine show? This is the Sabine show. This is yeah. less about Ahsoka and more about Sabine. It does it, I will agree? It does
0: seem that way. And of course, she makes a very interesting decision right at the end of the episode. Yeah. Um, to to Which basically, I, well, she she's obviously she she in love with Ezra, and she wants she she wants to be able to see Ezra.
1: She values and Ezra, what, so she, else. and what, what did what did with, Huyang tell them? Not only would he, remember what what did Ahsoka ask her? Are we good? Are we tight? You got my back, and Sabine's yep. like, "Yep, yep, yep." Of and Yang's like, "Stay together." Yep. And so, what immediately happens? It's split, separated. and Sabine yeah. no longer has her back. They just right. Like,
0: right. Talk
1: about foreshadowing, but, but the then, big surprise at the end.
0: What that Sabine basically went with?
1: No, who Ahsoka saw at the very end of the episode? Who did
0: she see at the end of the episode? when she was
1: lying in the world between worlds she saw
0: oh oh yeah anakin right i forgot about that part yeah yeah (laughs) she's anakin so who they de-aged who they de-aged
1: yes yes but
0: he looks like all right we're out of time so it's getting good it's getting good getting better getting better do we have Uh, a
1: drink to celebrate star wars day with
0: let me get rid of our ticker and i have a drink which apparently bruce really loved he thought it was so good and he thought he's going to make, this he's going to make these at home. This
1: going to opine on this.
0: So yeah. So and said, well, I don't know. I thought it was interesting looking. So I went with it um, and it's probably pretty fruity. It's a, probably not a bad drink actually. But, but there are some instructions to get it to layer. So that's why, and there was too complicated to put in one slide. So if you're interested in making this, go to the Facebook page where I posted this and inside the text part of it, um, there's the instructions of how to, Mix yes. each one and then layer it. So, all right, we're, we're going to get rid of hands that.
2: Hands. We're going to bring
0: in our panelists. So, welcome Fez. Hey, welcome nerds!
1: <laughs> I will. Welcome be.
0: Kent and welcome Phil. We got a large group, so
1: hello, everyone.
4: I
0: have always shall be your friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> happy <laughs> Star
5: Wars Day, it's Mary,
4: Mary Beth. Star Wars
1: Day. Happy Star Wars Day, everybody.
5: Wait, I thought we were talking about Lost in Space.
0: Yes, oh, no, no. Doctor Who. Yeah.
1: Doctor Who. Now, what's
6: that
0: terrible Canadian one that Bruce always is talking the about? Star, Wars. Star Lost. Star yeah. Lost. Star Lost anniversary. No, it's Star Trek. We've already kind of established that it's Star Trek. Um, it is the 57th anniversary of the original series airing um, this week. So uh, we're going to talk about all things Star Trek. And I'm gonna run this like I do my, my roundtables at Trek Conderoga. So, I moderate. You guys can talk in turn, and then I'll tell you how you're
3: wrong. Okay, that's so how they I work. Definitely. All right, that's how it works. That's how it works. Isn't, so, isn't isn't that I mean, how married life works? Oh, I'm you're
0: learning. gonna find out, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you're yes, in for you it right now. You're gonna find out, my friend.
2: You're in for it now. Is the,
7: is Dave Blass in the audience or something?
0: You're right. <laughs> We wish. You never know. You never know. He might be lurking
1: out, out there.
7: Yep.
0: Yeah, Dave, if you're out there, hi. Dave, yeah. Good thing I didn't say, boy. The visual effects and stuff were just terrible on that show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Star Trek. Let's start with the original series, which I'm going to tell you is, of course, my favorite of all yes. of the iterations. What do you guys think, Mary Beth? Give us your favorite. Is Tos your favorite?
1: You know, don't don't tell James, but it is not really. <laughs> I'm a bit more of a next gen girl. You next know what? Because at TOS, I watched with my dad, and it was clearly my dad's. He loved it. Next gen was all mine. My all mine. Mine all mine. I watched it. I watched it by myself. It was mine. So okay. yeah. And, it, and, it, and is, it follows your theory. You know your theory: the girl that like Voyager, and you're like, what, it's whatever, whichever one you see first yeah. is the one you love. It's true. I didn't it's, see. Next it's gen whatever. 3
0: it goes with any fandom whichever yeah. one of iteration of something you see whichever first.
1: doctor who you meet first tends to be your favorite whatever although i
0: think universally most people agree that baker is the best of, of the original group tom baker yeah. is the
1: best doctor yeah. although yeah. david tennant's a hot second well
0: i, I separate them with doctor who not only get on doctor who there's there's new doctor who start and then there's then there's and there's the original doctor, doctor who and out of the original tom baker David Tennant is the best out of the new ones. That's me, and and that's right. So don't argue with
1: me. <laughs> no, um, yeah, start. Start.
0: So anyway, yeah, no, that's that's fine. Uh, like I said, TNG is fine. If that was your thing, you like the Goody Two Shoe sec track. I do. I What's do your favorite first? episode?
1: My favorite of Next Gen.
0: Of Next Gen, yeah,
1: or of the original series.
0: No, 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 Next Gen.
1: Oh, God, let me think about that for a hot second All right, Here. we're going to move on to
0: Fez. This is, we, gotta go, we got next, a lot yeah. to get through a little time. Fez, Star well,
3: Trek, what do you flying. love? Flying in the face of your theory, it's the original series, since Next Gen was my first show that I saw. Well,
0: there's always an exception to the rule.
3: <laughs> That's it? That's all you have all to say? That was, that
0: was the end of it? Yeah. All right, moving on. Pretty Phil. Phil, what's going on?
4: I think uh, for me, uh, I love the original series mainly because um, I'm older than the show, and and it's uh, just a, um, I just remember the years in the wilderness when the only Star Trek was at the Walden Books uh, bookstore to read the technical manual, but I couldn't afford the the dollars 95 to, to buy it, so I have nostalgia for that, so I think for some nostalgic reasons. Original series. Do I have to pick an episode, uh, Mike? No,
0: you don't know. That was no, no. We don't do episodes. That's fine. We'll get there. We'll get to that. City, city on the Edge of forever. Yeah, that's just the canned answer for our TOS fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like you're shunned if you don't say that that's the best episode.
4: I, don't know, I like "Korman Ivanovic." Also, I did a whole panel on it. That's but, an excellent
0: uh, one. That's one of my favorites. <laughs> Absolutely, obviously. Yeah. Well, you can't really see Baylock. He's kind <clears>
5: of
0: <throat> there's Baylock. Yeah, there he he's back is. there. So, Kent, yes, uh,
5: TOS uh, all the way. It was groundbreaking. It was socially relevant, even though twelve-year-old me didn't get it. And but later on, I did. Um, yeah, definitely TOS. I
2: mean, it that's sets a good standard.
0: That's a good point because I grew up. I'm same age as James, so I kind of same. In fact, we were we didn't realize we were same watching me. same same channel. At the same time, uh, you know, a few states apart. But I didn't really get any of the messages. I think I think. Let this be our last battlefield was probably the most obvious, even yes. to a child. Yes. Um, but the rest of them, a lot of them, just you know, you're just well, It was
5: just private little war. Um, yeah, there's
0: a lot that there's that, a that bunch might. of them. Yeah. So, but as a kid, it was just a science fiction show, and it was the only thing on because you only had four damn channels.
5: Yep.
7: So.
2: Brutal.
5: Got home to school.
7: Yep. TOS, and for a different reason from everybody else. Um, to me, it was inclusive. Uh, some of the other shows, you know, I did not take a three hour tour. I did not, uh, you know, I'm not an agent of control, but I could imagine myself on the Enterprise. They had 400 people there, and hey, somebody had to have the same job as me there. Uh, it was it had one, to be of one
0: Canadian in that group somewhere.
7: Hey, uh, <laughs> you know, besides all the actors there. Um,
0: right. but, <laughs> but you know, you,
7: <laughs> you know, despite what people look back on when the show was out there, they weren't all superheroes. You know, Kirk was a young, inexperienced captain, people turned on him in the in court martial. Uh, Spock, you know, had trouble with his first command. These were people who were good at their job, but they weren't top tier. It was one of 12 ships, and you could insert yourself so easily into that that realm if i had only been you know born 300 years from now and that's what i loved about it and i found the other shows as you go down got away from that concept even tng where practically everybody was a superhero
0: well i've always said tng is the goody choose goody two shoes trek and the reason i say that is because they always seem to do the right thing in the end it was always kind of you know it's like it wasn't like that's what i loved about d s nine with Cisco particularly where he was making during the war where he had to make these decisions that he knew were wrong morally or whatever but he had to make them to win the war
6: yep and i
0: i love that about his character and that's one of the things i really like about d s nine was that they threw that realism in there was i never thought tng was always kind of this Oh, in the end, we always do the right thing because we are Starfleet kind of thing. But even, but even in Kirk, Kirk would bend the rules to try to get what he needed done. It wasn't he never always go by the book. That was his stick, right? So um, that's why I'm, TNG is actually farther down on my list. If I have to list my shows, it's TOS, and I know nobody's going to agree with this one. Enterprise, and then DS9, and then TNG. So, but that's just me, and I will defend hey, Enterprise. And Voyager, what was that? I don't remember that show. I, I, yeah,
5: I don't. I, I that was a. I stuttered. Or I'm something. sorry. Well, that's
0: what I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody that really likes Voyager. If you like a particular thing, that's great. No, no. Uh, you know, you're wrong, but you're welcome to like it. You know, um, I could tell you all the things that's wrong with that show,
2: but yeah, there so, was very
4: little that went right. And and, uh, and and Mike, each each show is it's is is, is, is in its own little time capsule, because you have to look at the conditions under which the shows are produced, the next the, the, gen six era, of the time Deep Space Nine and, and Voyager is a totally different animal, how they produced TV in the 60s, as opposed to, you know, the, the end of that era with Enterprise, as opposed to what we have now, as opposed to, God knows what's going to come next. At least we still <laughs> have the gold Key comics. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I mean, the '90s certainly were the golden era of Star Trek. I mean, they'll they'll still talk about that because they, the TNG, DS9, Voyager, and then Enterprise, of course, got stuck on the end of that in the two, early 2000s. But Enterprise, I think, what killed it was clearly that Paramount Network was becoming its own thing. <coughs> it wasn't franchised like all the or or, or should they, uh, or you know, syndicated, syndicated, thank syndicated, you, yeah. uh, syndicated like all the other shows were. So you had to have, and I. And I think I've told you the story a hundred times, but I had DirecTV. And DirecTV didn't carry Paramount Network at all. The only way I got to watch it was on a C-band dish, where I pulled it when they fed it to the net to the to the affiliates. That's how I recorded it, and that's the only way I watched it. And then Muñoz never liked Star Trek, so he killed it on top of that. So I think I think Enterprise would have done much better had it followed the same formula as the other shows. In other words, being syndicated, marketing-wise, had they gotten seven seasons. And and I think – but I also believe that by the time Enterprise came around, people were burned out on Star Trek. Yeah, absolutely. Voyager, I think, really killed people
7: <laughs> yes. on the whole
0: Star Trek thing. So, but I've you know, i done shows on Enterprise, so I don't want to, like, very – you know, go why I think that show had so much potential. Um, well, you know, let, me, I, let me tack
4: one thing on to what you said, uh, Michael, um, talking about getting Enterprise off of your C-band satellite dish. There is nostalgia to how we got the show. In the 70s, it was a big deal because they took Star Trek off the air and you had to, like, wire your little TV with the with the loop UHF antenna to get the show, I think. Well, I was living in Arizona then, so, so for me to get the show from, um, from Tempe instead of Phoenix or wherever it was. And there's just something about that, trying to get the show, you know... Uh, yeah because you couldn't get it because of whatever, you know, the network wasn't carrying it or dish TV or direct TV or whatever. And I, I don't know, there's nostalgia to that. And, uh, Oh,
5: absolutely. And
0: never mind about streaming. streaming. Yeah. I mean, I used to watch it on a little 12 inch black and white television with rabbit ears and I was lucky living in Southern Connecticut. I was close enough to New York city that we picked up most of the major and in channel 11 where it was aired, mostly was yep. independent.
7: I the recorded them
0: onto cassette tapes and listened to the yeah. cassette tapes.
7: Here's 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 a here's a bit of a, a weird one, but that's close to the cassette tapes. Is uh, in Montreal, it was always on Sundays at ten o'clock in the morning, and at the cottage we had no TV, so we actually had a radio that picked up TV signals. So I saw nice. a lot of the episodes um, just by listening to them. Theater of the mind. It was it was kind of a cool way to absorb that. I'd seen all the episodes. I sort of knew what was going on, you know, visually. But it was still the theater of the mind, and it was uh, it was an interesting way to watch it. Yep. Sometimes it's
4: the struggle that binds us
7: together. <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because I remember when when
0: the Buck Rogers series came out in the late seventies, and I had seen the film in the theater, and I wanted to watch the show, but of course we only had the one color television, and nobody else wanted to watch that. So again, back to the 12 inch black and white television in my room, trying to get the rabbit and watching it with complete snow. Mm-hmm. Like and you watched mm-hmm. this. Like today, you'd be like, There's no way I'm sitting here watching this crap. It's like you can't even barely make out what's going on. But yeah, you sat there and watched the snowy picture holding the one antenna because that somehow made it a little better. And yeah, you're right. It's true. There's a certain nostalgia. I don't want to go back to that, Phil, ever.
4: <laughs> ever. <laughs> No, but you sit in the comm street at some Star Trek convention and you trade war stories and suddenly it's the band of brothers, you know, yeah. UHF, yeah. satellite dish, you know, TV, radio, audio only, cassette tape, yeah. you know, it's, it's, yeah, you know, that's, that, There's you know.
0: a certain nostalgia to that old tech. You're Absolutely. Sure right. I mean, we were talking about, we we're talking about Viewmasters, you know, and that those aren't, I mean. There's a companies that'll make them for you out of your own photos if you have a 3D camera, which we're actually working on for for the tour. But um, nobody, you know, kids don't have that. Remember that was like the biggest thing. You got a new ViewMaster reel. It's like six, seven pictures. Mm. Oh wow, and you're done. That's it. So yeah. it's interesting what we are entertained with compared to what we have today. Yeah, says, you, guys, you don't know what we're talking blah. about. <laughs> no, yeah.
1: You guys are not alone in this. Both Chris LaRoche and Martin Benz, Ben said they use they cassette tapes to tape the show. Yep. And uh, Bill I Sotex says he has yep. VHS tapes from Rabbit Ears' days somewhere. Yep. Yep. And like you said, yeah, 11 inch black and white TV. You guys are not alone. I watched it on black and white. Yeah, everyone kind of watched it. You know, because it was on weird hours, or at least it was when I was growing up in the 70s. It was on really. Channel 11. You got off. Channel 11 is right
0: five o'clock, I think it used to be on. Yeah. I want to say it was after school. They used to run like Lost in Space and then Star Trek.
5: Yeah. So, like like Bruce said, it was theater of the mind. I had the landing party set of models the, the tricorder, the phaser, and the communicator. And when I wasn't listening to the cassettes or watching it on Channel 11, I'm running around in the yard, exploring stuff. I don't know how many sets of those that I broke and wore out and had to buy the model again and build them again. My parents finally stopped buying them for me. Uh, it was like six or seven deep, and they're like, "We're not buying you this kit anymore. <laughs> you keep breaking them."
0: It's but it's- because as a kid, I like I watched Star Trek, but I never got like played it like in with friends. It's just oh, I, I wanted the a Scotty. It wasn't yes. when when this little movie hit in 1977 that's when my mind was blown and really became a science fiction fan and my life pretty much from 77 to mid 80s I was until about Rathacon well Rathacon was what 80 what 82 82 yeah so uh till about then I and then when that came out I started getting back into Star Trek um, yeah, I wanted to
5: be Scotty. That's why I, I went to yeah, college for engineering. I mean, I wanted to be the guy who saves the ship.
0: How's that working for you?
5: Not so good. <laughs> I'm an IT engineer now. You so uh, the, you
7: well, come on.
0: The, Kent,
5: I, I, I became an
7: engineer and then I joined the military. So come on. There you go. You got to commit all the way. Yeah, yeah. You were you were an intelligence, right, Bruce? No, I was an, an engineer. I was oh, a mechanical engineer. engineer. I
0: somebody thought you said... Said you were uh, uh, no, I was
7: intelligent. Oh, I was. You we're in not military.
0: intelligent. <laughs> That's were what you I was going to say. <laughs> it's an
2: oxymoron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's an oxymoron, Alan Milton. Oh, <laughs> you boomers! Anyway,
2: I'm oh, just hey, running
0: in my head those
4: AMT landing party model kits that yeah. were the wrong size. They were supposed to. They, you mean it couldn't splurge and make those kits? To be the normal size phaser and tricorder, that was a crime against humanity. No, Phil, it was. No, Phil all Like toys, I said, we're outstanding. No, no.
0: But that, that goes across the board for any toy based on any TV show or movie. The toys never were close to matching what you saw. Until Star Wars, and they actually had like a hand solo pistol, and it actually at least looked like the hand solo pistol. It was before that you had these. You're right; these oversized, well, weird.
5: Hold on there, oldies. Rizzo. The Spock helmet was pretty accurate.
0: <laughs> it's only yes, accurate now. because of Lower decks. That's, well, that's
5: my that's my
0: must-have item. Yes. Well, now everybody wants those. Of course. You know what's even the other one? are, are it's very was the was the the knockoff copy of of the Star Wars or Star Trek uh, dolls. You know the. Actually, the the, they, the they, they had the ones that were like Grok instead of Spock. So <laughs> you can, those are actually worth more than the Mego ones. Yep. <laughs> so, they so hear, yes. as many of them. So we could talk about favorite episodes. Um, yeah. Uh, if you want to go, maybe to at least for TOS. Boy, I don't know. TOS is a tough well, one. A okay.
5: Well, each of us picked almost each of us picked a different series. Why don't we? No, the majority pick.
0: was TOS.
1: Most of you picked TOS. Oh,
0: well, uh, yeah.
1: I'm the only one. I'm the outlier. I think
0: she's, yeah, Mary Beth's the only one that picked. I'm is, the outlier,
1: but I have favorite TOS. I have
0: favorite episodes of all the, of, from all Oh, yeah.
5: Except, so, uh, <coughs>
1: I have a favorite <laughs> episode.
0: It's what I call that, what I feel is one of their worst episodes is my favorite episode.
3: Let me oh, guess. not the. So it, fresh the fresh lizards
0: it the lizards? No, them. see, I I diverge from that. That one's bad. It's the one fresh where fresh they cold. go back in time, the two-parter one with Ed Begley. Year of it. Hell. Oh,
3: that's future's end. Oh. Year
0: of Hell was actually a good two-parter. Yes. That was actually one of the brighter spots.
1: Year of Hell was awesome because it had Red form in it. That's why. Yes, I, it did.
0: Yes. <laughs> well, anytime you see,
1: you, anytime you, just, you got the. Of course, I know
0: it was way before the '70s show, but you when you watch it now, you just want it to him.
2: Yeah, yeah, actually call
3: somebody a dumbass. Yeah. Actually, it was contemporaneous.
1: Was it? What is yep. his name? Somebody remind me his name. I can see his face.
5: Um, uh, uh Clarence Boddicker. No. no, um, that's from RoboCop. All right.
1: No. Uh, his uh, name. Kirkwood Smith.
5: Kirkwood Smith. Smith and no. he, was
3: he, read read he, he was the
1: president. He was in. Uh, he was in RoboCop, right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Kurt yeah. And he was the president in Star Trek Six. That's right.
1: Yes. He was. All right. So what's yes. the question? Are we going around and say our favorite episodes? Yeah, uh, favorite episodes. Okay, oh, yeah, Beth. you can. Any yeah,
0: whatever, if you want to do TOS, let's just do TOS.
1: We got. Five. Well, TOS like Mirror Mirror, just because I loved uh, uh, her. That's I got great. to do. No, that's stuff. a good one.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. It's yep. a good one. And then Go my
1: for for TNG, it'd probably be something along the lines of Best of Both Worlds. I, I like.
0: Yeah, I mean with TNG, that's almost a given that Best of Both Worlds is gonna.
1: Yeah, be TNG. Good. Sorry, I don't know what I just said, but yeah, TNG, Best of <laughs> Both Worlds.
0: Yeah.
3: Fez. Uh, Enterprise Incident for the original series and if I were to do Good. The Next Generation Sins of the Father.
0: Hmm. Okay. Good call. Phil,
4: um, For TOS City, corporate and Uber, um, you know, stuff like that. But I have to put a shout out to uh, Next Gen's uh, episode, Home, because it's an episode they didn't want to make, or they had to push to make, and it was absolutely turned Star Trek I think on its head to see um uh, Picard crying in the wine, you know, in, in the in the in the grapevines with his brother in the mud. I think that was a huge moment for the show because the old shows were like, okay, episode adventure over, hit the magic reset button, everything's great. You know, next we're week. And this question. is something where it stuck with him and I like that. And I think that was a great sign of things to come.
0: They kind of did something. And similar. the musical
4: and and Strange New Worlds, the musical, <laughs> the new best episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! He
1: just he just set Rizzo off. <laughs> I know I did that
2: on purpose. Right here, that, I love Rizzo. I did that on <laughs> purpose. <laughs> no. So For
1: Strange New Worlds, obviously, we all agree the best episode is obviously the crossover episode. Oh
2: yeah. No one's done yeah, yeah, Old scientists
0: followed actually very closely in my opinion by the last episode season 1 I don't know the name of it
7: the quality was, of mercy yeah
0: that was mm-hmm. to be one of the that was their, one of the I still think that's their strongest episode as much mm-hmm. as I love these old scientists as a fun great episode I still but, think that one was better as far as actually relating to
5: the show I a lot and the of characters.
1: I like the I MASH liked, episode. I like
0: the MASH episode. Yeah. yeah. That was a good one too. I mean, incoming
5: transport is the new choppers. The new yeah, choppers
7: I still yeah.
0: think I still think that other one, the the basically the balance of terror remake is yeah. was was done. I had some oh, yeah. issues,
1: that like, was, a was a very overall. clever one. Yeah.
0: That was a really I think, I think it was as far as that series goes, that was their strongest episode in my opinion. It actually hit home and addressed Pike's knowledge of his fate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and that yeah. he finally came to realize that you can't change this. This is going to happen and you're going to have to deal with it. So um, I just thought it was, and I loved, I just like the mix up from the original series, how they kind of pulled that together. So
1: no, not uh, the
0: Ren Fair episode. No, no, no. So <laughs> we're on Kent for favorite episode.
5: All right. TOS is uh, Doomsday Machine. I think watching Decker come apart. Definitely. As yeah.
1: Yeah. William Wind is a tough one, he to should pick have capacity. done an Emmy for that performance. There's so, many good ones. There's
0: so many good ones like that in TOS, but
5: I mean, it's it's the Kane Mutiny, it, it's it's Captain Queeg with the little balls, he's got it the consent really of data tapes doing the thing. It's a
0: great movie if nobody's ever seen that. That's oh great. my god, yeah. it's great!
3: Yeah. You um, and the Space for, Bugle
0: yeah.
5: for TNG. I'm gonna say Inner Light the idea that you can live an entire life in 30 seconds and be affected by it. <laughs> and be affected by and it.
1: And then remember it when you, yeah.
5: Yeah. And then remember, and they did something similar, but from the opposite direction on DS nine, when, um, O'Brien becomes- O'Brien was O'Brien was in prison. Sentenced, right. He was in prison. Time. I thought that was a, a great way to flip that. What if you could use that as a
0: punishment? Um and it I certainly would surprised. drive you insane though. That whole that always bothered well, I me think about it that an episode that like you're you literally lived like ten years in this jail, and then all of a sudden you're not there anymore and it never really happened. And I think that would drive I think that would break the human well, mind. Wouldn't wouldn't inner <laughs> light break you, you that way too? Potentially, but it wasn't he wasn't being tortured living in a he was living a, a positive life, you know. Yeah. It wasn't I, I just I
5: think that aspect of it, the fact that Someday you can play well, memories into somebody's head. It's from the
0: fact that when you dream, you know, dreams happen in this like blink of an eye in your brain. And, and you're, you're experiencing
5: them real time or longer. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you to you, it's, it seems longer, but it actually happens in a matter of seconds. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a very similar concept. So I don't know. Yeah, Bruce. There's just inner light is always. It's a very popular episode. I think it's yeah. one of the more boring ones, but that's just
2: me.
7: Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> um it really depends to me if you if you're talking about remastered or not because I really enjoyed some of the remastered TOS and to me it brought up the ultimate computer up into that that's a really cool episode just seeing the 4 constitution class come in and and have the it. attack so to me ultimate computer yeah. I like the standard ones I like city uh doomsday machine I think is 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 great um yeah so the one though that around that time that we haven't mentioned is the animated series. And to me, yesteryear and yesteryear. and beyond the farthest star were incredible. Yep. And if you come yep. off with of, yep. if you if you push yourself back and come off of like Turnabout Intruder and the end of the original series, and then you go to Beyond the Farthest Star, where they're actually meeting something weird and strange and just all out of proportion to what they could have done with the effects budget back then. To me, it just it it blew my mind when I saw that. It's like, well, we
0: geez. and you guys know that although a lot of those were written by TOS original writers, Alumni,
7: like
0: yeah, Montana and David yeah. Gerald,
3: Sam so, Peoples for so, Far the Beyond the Star. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, so that's why those were they were actually. I think, I think it would be
3: awesome them. if they did it.
4: The original series, um, original series era. um, um, animated series, and did it um, in anime style with the type of writing you're talking about, Bruce. Beyond the farthest mm-hmm. star, you know, and that stuff. I think that would be just like an awesome thing to see, and really get out there, really, really go beyond what they what they do, you know.
0: Well, I always said it would be interesting to say to take take the the voice track from the animated series, not the horrible music. <laughs> take the voice track and and re-edit. Re- recreate all the animation with more modern, better animation, and then mm. replay in with the correct music, with the Tos music, and I think those would be epic.
5: You can um, never get the stakeholders to agree. To no, that. you yeah, never. It's could. a great uh, idea.
0: It's a great. Uh, I'm just. It's, I don't ever expect it to happen. But yeah, that's a that is a fantastic is. idea. So, so my, I think for Tos might one. Of, it's hard, boy. I, I do love Night Maneuver. It's certainly one of my favorites. Balance of Terror is way up there um Mm -hmm. just because i like the bottle episodes i like you know on the ship doing ship things and clever ship stuff um so that's why i like and that's what i liked as a kid those are the ones i like yeah certainly certainly the doomsday machine is is up there too again enterprise any you look at my if you look at the ones i do like the most you'll see a common theme they're always taking place on the ship
7: yeah did you (laughs) i mean i would agree Going back to the Doomsday Machine, I mean, do you see the remastered uh, Constellation when they actually show it to begin with? I don't know, but that that affected me seeing yeah. that. Seeing how badly she, you know, she and
0: Mike Okuda got, and Kuda got a, he has gotten some flack uh, over the years for for the redo. Um, somebody I'm hearing a feedback. I don't know whose stuff it is, but somebody's got. It. <laughs> anyway. Um, Yeah, but I think it, you know, the one thing, at least with the remastered stuff, is if you don't want to watch it, you have the Blu ray, you just hit the button and you can flip over to the original effects. So,
1: did we get everybody on this? Is everyone answered?
0: Yeah, I was the last one.
1: All right, Martin, I just over in the chat, Martin likes Soreleaf. David Alexander likes Balance of Terror. Chris LaRoche likes Deep Space Nine, he likes the baseball episode uh Martin, like Miri, got mentioned in there. So yeah, all right. What about question. um
5: it, was it Paradise Syndrome, the one where Kirk ends up an Indian and they yep. have to divert the yep.
1: asteroid? That as Spock got I the where "I am Turok." This is
5: this side of Paradise, right? This That's, side of Paradise. That's yeah. what it was. Not Paradise Syndrome. Sorry. Um, Paradise Syndrome
0: was the one with the with the,
5: the snow yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So this side around. of Paradise. Um,
7: This side, this side of paradise is the one with the spores. Paradise syndrome is the one with the Kirk. rock
0: Uh okay, all right. Well,
5: I thought I was right. You know, they really,
7: they really do that a lot in TOS. They have a lot of names that are close. Yeah,
1: yesterday, yesterday's Enterprise,
0: or yesterday's, yeah, it's like tomorrow's yesterday.
7: yesterday. Return to tomorrow.
2: Yeah, return to all our
1: yesterdays.
5: They got it. So that one, another bottle episode, virtually. If you ignore the planet side stuff with Kirk. It's a fascinating oh, look at the ship
3: without Kirk crippling itself, well, it's, it's and a-
5: without Kirk, but crippling itself trying to accomplish a mission that is technically a violation of the Prime Directive.
3: By the same token, I I always go to Tholian Web, which is another third season episode.
0: Yeah, yep, there's so many good ones. There's Trouble of Tribbles. Nobody even mentioned. Um, yeah, yep. it's humorous, but it's a great episode. Oh, yeah, you know. fantastic! Yeah. So um there's just too many in TOS, let's just face it. Yeah, All right. of them. Except Turnabout and
1: Frida. All of them except Wade Eden. Yeah, oh, except there were
0: some bad ones. Um there's no question. And this is what I've always said about that's why I say when you only get ten episodes, you, you can't muck about with musicals.
1: <laughs> or Renfrew. There we go. So. Or, or, or and and Renaissance fan. Yeah. <laughs>
7: Hey, just a, just a quick aside. With you are talking about the rent, Renaissance Fair episode of Strange New Worlds, did you see who the book was uh, written by? The original book that they're reading. That. From? Oh
1: yeah, there was something about that. Remind me.
7: That's basically Cisco's character from when he went back. That's right. To yes. From, uh,
1: yes. That's absolutely right.
4: Well, that and that and little Bruce. That brings, and that brings and that brings in um, the idea that the people who are making Star Trek now um let's say from the season three of picard onward um the fact that they are star trek fans and not just Mm -hmm. posers thinking they know what's best for the franchise goes a long long (laughs) way uh, for for good star trek in my opinion and i think cycling back to strange new worlds for a second i think the best is yet to come on strange new worlds and when it's all over and done with we will all agree the musical episode was the best and we'll read here again and
1: <laughs>
5: if that's the high point, we're in trouble.
1: <laughs> okay, let me. Phil, you're,
0: you're gone. We're going to eject yeah, yeah. Phil now. Eject, no, eject. Phil. He's in the airlock. We're spacing Phil.
2: me battle
5: Star Galactica. Fire him out of the launch tube. He's got
0: I, you know, I know the fandom is very divided on that whole episode. And I you know, and I, I have this theory that Kurt's been secretly trying to just kill the franchise because he hates it or something. I don't know. It just seems like one thing after another they do to muck it up. Um, it, when you, and, and, and here's – it really kind of – my theory makes sense because when you got the season three of Picard, look what they did. They brought in Metallus. They brought back the Okudas. They brought, brought back Drexler. They brought back all the people that made Star Trek great back in the nineties. Well, not not necessarily Terry Metallus, but a Star Trek fan.
7: Terry to make, started to make it
1: earlier than you think. Yeah. He
7: but started just, in back to the well
0: of what made the show great.
1: And it was
0: great. You know what I'm saying? It was like it was not this what the hell's going on? Why is everybody singing? It just yeah.
2: Well,
5: I saw, I saw a, Why does the captain I, keep crying? I saw I a good discovery. Sorry,
7: I saw a good article today at lunch that they were saying, you know, when you've only got ten episodes, you've you've got to be careful about having too many kitschy experimental episodes. You know, I and think it's exactly might
2: have what I've <laughs> literally <you> been saying.
0: Literally been saying that,
7: but this was written down, so it's more important. Oh,
0: okay, so it has, more, it has more weight for you. I see. And Bruce goes in the airlock. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the airlock, Bruce. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> there's only one There's only one seat in the airlock. So if you somebody
2: else yeah, in my the airlock. Sorry,
0: the in here. Remember is there that a security? episode? Tasha was in the in the penalty box with Q.
6: Yep. That
0: I was from that, that was that was season Yeah, that was the very first episode. So
4: I think what's neat is we can, there's six of us here, there's a bunch of people in the peanut gallery commenting, and I think we can all agree that every time you mention an episode that you think is the greatest episode, like, yeah, everyone who sits here and says, that's a really great episode as well. Yeah. You know, when you're bringing up the pilot to Deep Space Nine, and you're bringing up Miri, you know, or you're bringing up all these, all these different things, you know, and it's just uh, amazing that there are more hits than misses over the life of the franchise I well that,
0: and, that, and that's a good point too Phil because and I think you know we didn't really talked about ds9 much because that is one of my favorite uh, series because of a lot a lot of reasons um, but I hey, think I normal. felt I always felt Cisco was the most real captain commander eventually became captain um, of all of them I thought he was the most realistic of I no, thought he was the most human of them all.
7: Captain Liam
0: Shaw. Yes.
1: Yeah,
0: is yeah, Shaw is great. Don't get me wrong. He I love Shaw. Don't get Shaw. me wrong. I am a huge Shaw or fan.
1: This much of Cisco.
0: No. Yeah. I mean, Cisco though. Like I said, I, I said his his decision making during the Dominion War showed that this is what it as real as it could be, where he had to make these horrible decisions that he didn't want to do. And I mean,
3: I mean, the epitome of that is in the pale moonlight.
7: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I mean, really, the the only thing with DS9 was they really didn't know what to do with the setup until they brought in the war. They they, they really seemed to be struggling with that yeah. whole concept until. But they, every
0: every every iteration of Star Trek has the same problem.
7: Yeah, they um, find so their are they, take- they
0: can't. They takes TNG didn't get decent until the third season.
7: Yeah, but Voyager you know. took seven seasons.
0: So well, Voyager never got there.
5: <laughs> yeah, Voyager failed miserably. <laughs> I
0: oh, really, Jamie, if you want to go off on Voyager, I could go off on Voyager and tell you why it's terrible. I Jamie mean, made some hard decisions. Jamie, anyway, she made it. some horrible decisions. Her, her, The very first episode was her, her big giant mistake because she stranded her entire crew a thousand freaking years or a hundred years flight back home.
4: Because the they, they changed the premise halfway through the pilot. We're 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 trapped we're trapped on an island with our enemies. It's like you know, the stuck on an
2: island
4: you gotta have to work together to survive. And guess what? Everyone's everyone's an American by the end of the uh, pilot. pilot. It's like there's no conflict yeah. now.
7: Yeah.
0: Well it, it's it's the problem was it, and I called it before we even saw the first episode, was when they, when they basically said, here's the concept that they get sent on the other side of the Gamma Quadrant or the LAR Delta Quadrant, I guess it was, right? Delta, Delta Quadrant. Delta anyway, quadruple. it doesn't matter. I said it's Gilligan's Island in space. Yep. They're going to be the whole season series is going to be, oh, we almost got back. Oh, Gilligan tripped over the warp core. We can't get back. Yeah.
2: It's,
7: it's, it's, a, a it's a quest show. And if you solve the quest, the show goes away. Right, and right. It, Quest shows very rarely work. I mean, Fugitive might be about the only one that I can think of.
0: Yeah, so, but, I mean, aside from the fact that the premise was not great, then it just, some of the episodes, as we know, were just
2: bad. Dreck. Dreck.
0: I
3: mean, hey, we have 38 moments of drilling
4: in Voyager, though, I think. There were, there were moments where things were wonderful <laughs> in Voyager.
3: Well, um, you know, the rating spiked
4: when they
0: brought in 7 and 9. 36 of it, D? Yeah. So, you know, um, that that was, you know, when they got rid of Cass, who nobody liked. Now, they should have got rid of Neelix, nobody likes. Yeah. Um, I Neelix. Like they should have killed Jim. Um, to show how serious at least, the Kim, was. The poor guy should have at least made lieutenant by the end of the damn seven seasons. Or gotten laid. Something.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Kent, Harry what? did die. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it wasn't even the original Harry that finished the, se- finished the show. It was right, like a right. secondary... It was like a Rick and Morty stunt that they pulled with Harry.
3: Yes, before Rick and Morty.
1: Before Rick and Morty.
5: Yeah, the show was a mess. He needed to be splattered all over a bulkhead to explain how <laughs> serious the alien menace was.
7: But I, but I agree with you, Rizzo. When you're talking about the, the you know Enterprise you're right, you're down. Bruce agreed with me. <laughs> 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 that it was part of Enterprise's problem was trying to swing that pendulum back from where they ended up with Voyager and just trying to recapture things and do new things and stuff when the mold was so much in the Voyager side of things.
0: I mean, that's what they were trying to get back to the DOS, exploring that, that kind of everything is new with enterprise because they hadn't been to these worlds yet. All right. So that's, they were trying to get back to that. And I, I think they had the two seasons and then they did the Zindi war arc, which wasn't very good. I'll admit, although there were some great episodes in that season, uh, and then season four hit, which was really good. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, my favorite out of all that is is the, is the the Mirror Darkly episodes, which aren't technically the the the, you know they're they're the they're the Mirror Universe ones. People, they're not even about that. But mm-hmm. I just love the fact that they pulled in the Tos story of the Defiant. You know, and stuff yeah. like that. But again, look who was working. Who was very strong with that was Mike and Denise and Doug. And Doug yeah. had a lot to do with how that show looked and
1: how it looked. I mean, admittedly, they weren't writing the scripts. No, yes. they were I mean,
0: not writing the scripts. They but had a lot to do. That's the with only them. ship, the only ship that was ever on Star Trek where they could point to something on the bridge in engineering, and Mike, Denise, or Doug could tell you what it does, like why it's there. Yeah. All the other ones are just a lot of blinky lights. But I like, and not only that, had a
1: plan to evolve it.
0: And it planned to evolve it, right? And it was, it did actually. If you watch from season one, two, three, and four, the bridge that got more blinky lights next to the next to the monitors
5: and stuff.
2: So they yep. got
0: more and more and more. So. Um, well,
5: and the refit is canon. It showed up in Picard three. So. Yep.
7: I got I got a question. I know I know Mike you've got a bit of a script here but does what what characters do people like that are sort of outside of the of the the, the main ones the uh
0: well I've already I already said I love Cisco. Of course I'm a, I'm a huge Kirk fan as everybody probably should be. I mean he's the man. He is or, the man. He's the man. Scotty. I love I love Cisco. And I love Scotty. You know, engineers are always my favorites too. So um Riker, of course, is a great. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, um, except in Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we never, we didn't talk about the elephant in the room, and I think I think Chris Laroche mentioned it. Nobody's talking about Discovery.
2: I mean, they're, I, I, they're, they're, they're every
0: they're, single other iteration of Star Trek,
5: I, I, I mentioned that the captain seems to always be crying.
0: Well, she's crying. It's not. A, it's not an episode until Michael Burnham cries. Then. Yes.
5: Well, know, I so. kind of like. I kind of like the fact that they
4: used the McCrory design for the ship of Discovery. I Get was kind of like, thought that was yeah. a really Get great thing. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. I honestly have. I haven't seen all of Discovery yet because don't. I. I feel like don't I need lie. to put it on the shelf. I don't feel like it's done. It's like it's like you know, drinking your soup until
0: it, and it's not ready did yet. We race, did yeah. we break Bruce? Bruce? Bruce?
2: Did I, you what really I didn't do it. Button. I
7: didn't
0: put him in. No, I did not hit the eject button.
1: He in did. There. No, he'll be back. He'll he'll reconnect and be back.
0: Yeah,
4: he, uh, he got. He's in the what is it? The my, my co- uh, conduit or whatever it is. He's in the <laughs> the oh God!
5: Network. <laughs> he's in the nexus. Yeah. There's a fungus among us. Is that what you're saying?
1: Just <laughs> a tiny, tiny aside, Rizzo. I know you think Burnham always looks like she's gonna cry carefully look at Jack Quaid's face in every single episode of The Boys, he seriously looks like he's about to break down and bawl his eyes out. <laughs> it's a little different show. It's the same show? concept, though. He has that same look about him.
5: But It's it's not even looking like she's about to cry, she literally
0: cries in every hey, episode. It's, that's okay, it's, that's human. Too much talking about their feelings, we're still
1: human, is that's true?
0: Remember that silent, really too it. much talking about feeling. I mean, they're literally it's still human the beings universe beings is, in is space. going to explode, and, and no matter how far we go into space,
1: we're still gonna bring our problems with us. So, unfortunately, tried- <laughs> well,
0: <if> that's <laughs> what
4: we're gonna get. If <laughs> well, I tried to reason that that goes back. That goes back to to what we said about the original series at the beginning of the show, because, you know, the the actual um, the actual ensemble together is stronger than each individual by themselves. And that's what Trek original, you know, original series did. I don't know if I see that as much um, in the streamers. Maybe I see that. I think I see that in Strange New Worlds. I haven't seen it yet in um, um, Discovery. And uh, but it's the ensemble, and I guess it happened later in Voyager for me. I'm I'm not I'm not so down on Voyager like the rest of you guys are. Um, you know, I think it's because of the holographic doctor. He sort of took over the show the way Doctor Smith took over the show
0: and was in Boston space. He, so. he
5: that redeems him a lot. Well, to
0: me, and you know, that's and then, funny you say that because I think he was the highlight character of Voyager. Yes, was the doctor. He was the most interesting of all of them. And he had the most to evolve. Because he started out as just a program. Because he, kind of he was, was, he the, daily he was
2: exactly. the data character. He was
4: the data character. And then Seven of Nine's arc parallels his because she has to become human. So you take aside the fact, the cheesecake factor that she's in a cat suit, you know, in her past history, you know, when she was married to the congressman and everything like that. Um, the actual person of Seven of Nine is fascinating that they she was able to reclaim her humanity and it played out really well even in the turkey seasons of uh, picard one and two um i thought they did that character justice and i really would have liked to have seen a seven of nine i would argue see the laura croft seven of nine we saw in season one of picard all on her own running around and like well, rescuing, I think you're, gonna, and I have you're, you're
0: gonna see you're gonna see more of her because i think they're probably gonna make legacy I, it's yeah. looking good. I think it's probably going to happen because that's how that's really right. we got. Well, I
4: think he's waiting in the, the, the captain's chair. Captain.
0: They had no he's... intention of making Strange New Worlds until the fans said, "Look, that's the best thing that's ever come out of Discovery. You better keep going with that." Yeah, because really, season two of Discovery was the best season of the whole series by far. Absolutely, fall, really.
6: yes.
0: and it, it went. It like the first season wasn't bad if if you could get past the whole you know re retconning of Klingons and all that stuff. But the second season was good but then the third and fourth season just spiraled down horribly and just it was so bad
7: um how can you take someone from a thousand years in the past bring them to the present and make them relevant in six months
0: you know where they missed you know where they missed the boat with the with the third season i get it they got them to uh, out of the they got them out of the tos era or time so that they could do whatever they want without being restricted by canon, which they didn't seem to give a crap about anyway. But what they, they think don't. is, instead of having another world-ending thing that they had to... You know, once they figured out what happened with The Burn, which was the stupidest answer of all, they could have come up with something better than A Petulant Child. What they should have done in the next season was, we're going to go and rebuild the Federation. So we're going to do that strange new world thing and go back to these planets that hadn't been visited yeah. for 100 years or whatever because of the burn, and then yeah. reintroduce yourself to them and get them back and rebuild Federation. That would have been a great show to me.
1: Well, you wanted to actually see all that happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. that would have been a good season. It was implied
1: that that was actually what was happening.
2: But
0: instead, we had another world-ending event that had they had to go save themselves. But, yeah, you're right. The people that had 1,000 years more advanced technology were clearly not suited. We had to go for the old people, you know from the ancient times imagine imagine bringing somebody a thousand years in the future to now and have them try (laughs) they
7: they just don't have any cultural references they haven't grown up with computers or tv or anything like it yeah so anyway but yeah
2: yeah,
4: and bruce the cultural references in all of trek make me crazy you know they they're they're enamored with 20th century media you know they they they're doing but on voyager they're, they're, they're doing true. Uh, buck Rogers' serials. you know or all this stuff you know everything you know they they're cosplaying um, film noir detective stories well, on the yeah
2: they and they do that on and, the and music mm-hmm. so there
4: is no current there is no current music or fiction it's always everything from our century
7: well, that's what, that's what I liked about Sitting on the Edge of Forever. He actually makes a cultural reference from, like, the 21st century about the poem saying, you know, uh, I can help or something. Uh, yeah. let,
1: let, let, me let me help.
7: Let me help. There we go. Um, as being the most important line. So, yeah. But, I mean, part of Trek, and we've got to admit it, part of the, the, the thing about Trek is. Hi, hey. Mrs. Fez the thing about trek was the accident they said hi mrs
2: <laughs>
7: <laughs> but the thing about trek was you know the 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 triumph of the 20th century north you know north american western world way of life i mean that was part of the appeal i think Look, we come out of the you know, we come out of the cold war and we win, and and yeah, we've got a token Russian, but everything's good. But you know what? It's not
0: just Star Trek that does that, all science fiction shows that are based on Earth in other words, our Earth,
2: oh, the, but for the League future League. All, reach 5. Back,
0: all reach back to the 20th
5: and 21st century. Because, how, how can you imagine music and art and uh, uh, books, well. and media?
7: Buck Rogers did it. Buck um, Rogers. Future.
0: I was going to say, it's a okay. good point, Bruce. Buck Rogers did do it. Poorly. <laughs> well, the whole show was just really cheesy. No, but I still love it. I don't care. It had no, little, no. It, I'm,
5: it I'm had right Aaron there with you. I love and, Buck and, Rogers. And it had Aaron Gray. And, 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 I and I those fighters Aaron were Ray cool. So. And yeah. the draconians were bad guys. <laughs> yeah. I get it. But it's hard to imagine, and it's harder to portray something that alien well, they would have
0: do. to be even more creative to yeah, create but they can't something. be it's hollywood that's what i'm saying it's it's just easier to pull from existing it, that's culture i get it now, i understand why they do it but it is a, it is a common theme throughout and, it,
5: and it, it always
4: rubs me the wrong way i mean i sort of like excuse it and it even believe it or not it's the one thing i dislike about the musical episode of strange new worlds is they they go into this reality based on the you know the the song the musical anything goes, and they move on and then and then all the music they play is basically Andrew Lloyd Webber, you know. So she should have played something from Cats. Well, don't forget <laughs> the the kids to bring them in. And that you know, as, as a former music K-pop, teacher, that maybe me crazy. Uh, you know, like, but not, they,
0: didn't, they didn't do more K-pop. That would have been just awful.
4: But it should have been. Everything should have sounded like a nineteen thirties, nineteen forties musical. And anyway, that's that's a whole that's a whole another show. Um, that's a whole show. It's a great length for anybody who was, wants to sit down. The with
0: suspension me. of disbelief was strong in that one. Yes, very strong. I walked through that door I don't totally. Talking about this, I don't <laughs> want to talk about that episode anymore.
2: Yes, yeah, somebody did it. mention we
0: didn't mention Prodigy. Um, I don't know. There's, is there a lot to mention? It's a cartoon. It's really designed <laughs> for kids. I know adults like it,
3: but it's a N- kid show. Not particularly, Riz. I watched most of it. I, I, I didn't get. I really didn't get anything. Thank
0: from it. you, Fez, because that's how I felt about it. I don't get it. I, I don't. I just don't. Was not into it. I didn't. know. I'm
7: sorry. I thought it was okay. I didn't see yeah, anything see. wrong
2: with it. But. Meh. Now, so, when they, so it, when they canceled it, it
1: I went. You
3: know, don't we all want to see Janeway. So, now, now, no what we can care. talk about is a better animated show called Lower Decks. Lower Decks. Lower Deck.
0: Now, we have a couple weeks ago. We all love Lower Decks. Can we agree on that? Yes. We all love we can Decks. agree on Lower Decks. Lower Decks is 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 the. Is Lower the Decks. Show is- and you know what? I think again. Who, who's one of the supervisors, or at least one of the people guiding the writers on that show? Dayton Ward is Dayton, Dayton Ward, who is a huge Star Trek fan. Who is a huge Star Trek novel? I mean, how many novels has he written? I can't even. I mean, know. Probably
3: fifty or more. Yeah,
0: tons from all across all the all the series. I believe he's done. Mm-hmm. Voyage. Yep. He's even done, you know, Discovery and stuff like that. So, I mean, he's the one telling the writers that do this or that, you know, and to make it stay within canon. Um, and but it's just it, it's funny as hell. Like I said, and Dayton,
1: yeah, Dayton gets that it needs to be funny too. It yeah, it needs to be funny, funny. So. but
0: like I said, I think the funniest line still for me was, was Wolf well, 359 was an inside job. <laughs> inside job, I mean, it was
5: I want to see
1: Mike McMahon and Terry Metalis work, you know, collaborate on something because those are two guys who know Trek inside out and backwards. Yeah, because yeah. it's not necessarily
0: the storylines of. No, of it's, all it's all the it's all the one liners
1: and the all the little the stuff
0: they stick in there that you can't but, even but keep up with. But the, the
4: but the, the but storylines actually work for the format. I mean, it's as oh, as, yeah. as, as an animated. Okay. Program,
0: I mean, the whole
2: second contact fine. thing. It's
0: but hysterical the, that it's a second contact and it's a this California class is some kind of like <laughs> look down upon second. Yeah. You know. California it's like the class. tenders in the Navy, you know. It's just like the things that we need to have around, but it's not the big. Nobody California class, to be class
7: slash him. son of Oberth.
3: The, the Oberth
7: class. The, the Grissom. The
5: Grissom. Grissom
3: from Star Trek Three. Or the Pegasus from uh, Night Terrors. No, the yeah. Pegasus
5: mm.
3: from from uh, season seven. You what? know Riker's first uh, yeah. ship that he was on. Hmm. With the cloaking device? Oh,
1: yeah. No, that, that was, was a, a nebula class. The one that
3: was stuck in oh, a no. in a That, that was an Oberth class. That was an Oberth? Yep. Wow, okay. I thought that was a nebula.
7: I thought it was nebula. Are course. you
3: really questioning me? Hey, we've well, yeah, been wrong.
1: He, yes, we are. Over- wow. we should have a whole show. Stump Let's Look fed. it up, the Pegasus. <laughs> stump the stump the Fez. Stump for fez. <laughs> that
0: could be a whole thing. Um,
4: the thing, the thing I love about lower decks is back, back in the in an era known to some as the 1970s, a young Captain Phil had the Star Trek blueprints spread out on his bedspread after he got them for his birthday. Looked at the blueprints, looked that at the right. bottom deck, the quote-unquote lower deck. I think it was deck 24, and said to himself, "I wonder what type of stories they could tell about that." And here it is, my, my, uh, my adolescent dream which doesn't really work as well for adolescent dreams, I might say, uh, has yeah. come true in the 21st century. And, it's, and, they, and they have rocked it. They really have taken it way, 110%. They've gone to 11.
5: Yeah, oh yeah. It's the equivalent of, of finding the story of the janitor who cleans up the Supreme Court offices at night. Yes. I mean, that's, they're just, he's just a guy and his job is completely mundane, but he's in the halls of greatness.
0: Yeah, Martin saying there was a lower Decks and TG. There was an episode where it was all about the lower Edsons, right? I believe. Yes, right. yes. And and it, was a low, yes. it was called yeah. Lower Decks, I think.
5: It was called Lower Decks. Lower Deck. Yeah,
1: so uh,
0: so maybe that's and, where they got the concept for the cartoon. Oh, most definitely, it's
5: the same. Uh, I mean, Edson, what's his name? Uh, um, the and and the Bajoran uh, girl and it's uh, in
3: Cedo Jackson, who you first yep. saw in the first duty. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was a great oh, yeah. episode.
7: I only have one problem with lower decks, and his name is Pete and Hamper. Yeah, we had a <laughs> <laughs> a couple weeks ago.
0: You know, I just I literally just watched the entire three seasons again. Well she has two She's episodes, Pete and Hamper, because she yes. returns in season three. Um and uh I thought that was actually a pretty good episode because you thought they were gonna do the typical Star Trek thing where she turns around and realizes her mistake and da 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 and then turns sure enough, she's nope, she's still a little SOB and just you know throws them under the bus one more time and yeah. yeah. So uh, yeah. I thought it was funny. I yeah. I think the exocomp was a pretty, pretty um weird. I mean that was that's what the show does though. It pulls out these kind of weird like yeah. ever it was in one episode of TNG, and it wasn't really a thing, and yet there it is. There's the Exocomp as a, as an officer. But I'm waiting for them to. And mark my words, they'll do it. I guarantee it. Is we're going to see a Tribble as a Starfleet officer, Ooh, or a Horda. or a Horta. No, or no,
1: a Horda. To, there you go. We tried to um. eat Tribbles in one of the shorts, so I don't know that they're sentient enough to.
0: Well, I think maybe somebody will find out that they Uplest really one. are. uplift one. It's something. it's lower decks.
3: I don't expect. All, I don't I'm expect to see it in
0: Strange New Worlds, of course. I remember strange a horta World, being strange new Worlds to retcon it to something like I don't know. They'll they'll make them fly or something. Who knows?
2: I remember I a horta like being, being a, a, a captain of a ship in one of the Starfleet novels.
0: Yeah,
5: one of the thousands of children from the original horta is in Starfleet, and they have a com badge welded to his back. Uh, <laughs> and, it, and it does a translator a thing, point. so he can talk. Yeah, it, it, that's but a pretty long
7: stretch. But going back,
5: interesting what, concept.
7: Going back to the tribbles, though, one of the most brilliant things of Picard was the attack tribble. That was fantastic.
2: Hmm. So was that
1: was one of the Daystrom Easter eggs.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 The
3: attack tribble.
5: Well, the mirror universe tribble has teeth. Right. It has yes, teeth. It does. yes, it does. Black and yeah. red.
0: Black Black and red. That, that was never in anything. That was just something that a toy manufacturer created.
5: Uh, no, it was on what's it, his name's desk. It was Lorca.
2: Yeah.
5: yeah, had one
0: in a cage on his All desk. Right. Did it have? I block go-to? out a lot of. I block out a lot of. It's like Lorka
1: no was just, teeth. disco is, know, is more worthwhile than you think. Like yes. I, I like yes. Jason Isaacs in it. I like the first two seasons are worth watching. I loved Rain Wilson. I love. I want, I would take Rain yes. Wilson as Rain Harry Wilson, Mud all day, every We can
0: talk about that. We, we're way over the hour, but we'll talk about. Yeah, we're
1: that gonna that. run long tonight, guys. Just FYI, if gray, Rain
0: today. Wilson was a great Harry Mud. Yeah, he
2: was.
3: Yes, um, he
0: was. I thought, and they, I wish they had. I could see a whole show of Harry Mud show. I
2: would have liked I, a I like. Mud. It, I him
4: like better as yeah. Harry Mud than the original Harry Mud. The original Harry Mud, I thought, was too sleazy.
0: Well, it's like this one's definitely more conniving, you know, which fits Rain's kind of acting style. You know, if you guys knew him from The Office, Um, you know, he was kind of that more like sneaky. But, you know, and they even brought in Stella, which I thought was hysterical, you know, how he he got married to Stella. Stella, Even way back then, he didn't want to be married to Stella. (laughs) So, um, no, I thought so. There were no discovery. Like I said, the first two seasons have merit. I just think after that, don't bother.
3: Yeah, it went if down. They go to fast. the future.
0: Just call it the end of the series. That's it. Nothing happens after that.
3: If it yeah. makes anybody feeling better, I have Discovery seasons three and four on my shelf just to see what people will pick, and if oh, they really? pick that, I, and if they pick that, I know that they're not worthy to be around me. You have chosen
0: <laughs> You have chosen you have to choose from the discs to see if you'll be my friend. Yes. You chose <laughs> wisely. You choose poorly. <laughs> oh my God. Maybe we shouldn't go long. I think we're yeah. already spiraling. We're spiraling down, like like
1: but Star Trek. Record. We love it. Fifty-seven like,
0: years. float well, the
4: engine. Yeah, what's the, plan, was the plan to name the worst as well, or is that for another show? Ooh.
0: Oh, we could do worse. Sure, why not? Yeah, okay. Here's your idea. You go first.
4: Oh, I read it actually. One of the descriptions, but what is going to be?
0: Spots I think.
4: No, I think the worst episode, um, the, the original series has too much charm for me. I think the worst was, uh, they're both Voyager episodes. It's the one where Janeway, um, and Paris, um, turn into a lizard, yeah. 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 and then the other was Tuvok landing on the planet, uh, that Mork from Ork came from, and all the people age backwards and their little children. Um and apparently they're dying and that's where they it, go when they and, die. And, and that, that one's called two.
3: Innocence. Yeah. And that's, know, that's really watching well. major.
5: Tuvix was
0: pretty bad. Tuvix was bad. I Tuvix Tuvix still think the worst rough. one the worst one because it was that one where they go back in time to earth, no, the earth of the nineteen nineties. I guess yeah. yeah. uh, Futures uh, End. Ed? Ed. 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 No no, here's here's gonna, all right. So, here's why Ed. it's so bad. First of all, Ed Bagley Jr. is the bad guy.
2: Yeah, Ed Begley.
0: That right there should end the conversation. But (laughs) the worst part of it is they're back in time in the 1990s, but they're back at Earth, which is where they're trying to get since the beginning of the damn series. Not one person, not one mentions, why don't we just do the slingshot maneuver? Around the sun and be where we need to be. And we're home.
1: We're in the right solar
0: solar system. And I didn't want them to, I just wanted somebody to mention it because it's canon. It's canon. It is yeah. so much canon. It's in two oh, TOS no. episodes. And, and, and they could have felt. dealt
5: with it in one line. They could have said, well, we can't do that because of, course. of this. Of
0: course. But I just wanted it mentioned. And I'm like, yeah. you people absolutely are Absolutely correct. So, you know, no, we have the I don't the say climate. that often,
5: Rizzo, but you are absolutely correct. I
0: know. <laughs> me, that's the worst Voyager episode, only for that one flub.
5: Yeah. Although
0: and, and, threshold and is Bailey pretty Jr. bad. Is bad
3: I, never
4: I like see the episode movie. because Sarah Silverman is in
0: it. <laughs> I thought she was yeah, awesome, she annoys me, so I don't
6: yeah. Know. I, <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't like the deep space, nine epi- not deep space nine episode called Move Along Home because that's, yes. with all that, that's, that's season awesome. one, yeah, that's
2: that again, yeah.
0: season one, yeah, yeah. They're trying to they, again, they're finding their footing. It is a bad one, I agree. Um, that's, that's, that, that's not a great, not not a shining moment, but DS9 has so many other great ones. That it it overshadows, but again, that's kind of going back to what I'm saying. When you have 26, 27 episodes a season, you can afford to have some stinkers
3: in there. I mean, when I you think got so. 10, you don't have, up, you can't to afford see. to have a musical episode. When you're talking hmm. about from TOS all the way up to Enterprise, 20 of the episodes will be good to great, and then the other six are mediocre to really, really bad. Mm-hmm. and and that's what i loved about the old format of of tv now nowadays we got i guess the first two seasons of discovery had like 15 16 episodes and 90, and, and most of them were good but you know that that's, that's the problem i had with picard seasons 1 and 2 10 episodes and there wasn't really any story the no, the
5: problem with picard was
3: other than that's,
5: the crying. No, well, season two especially, they threw the Federation
0: under the bus. Well, they did yeah. that, they did that hard in season one. Yeah, yeah. they threw right right the Linda Snobgrass
1: yeah. under the, the bus. The whole
0: thing was was bad. It didn't yeah. fit 15 thing at all. That was what yeah. I that's I mean, one of, and that's one even, of the things I brought up in my Picard roundtable was and I was asking people, because one guy said, Oh, I really like season one. I'm like, Okay, why?
2: Did yeah. you have a problem?
0: Did you not have a problem with this? Did you not have a problem with the fact that the Federation I mean, even even the existence of race? Section
5: Thirty-One implies that there is a CD underbelly that the Federation has a, a a bunch of guys who have to do things a certain way to make it work. But to bring that to the forefront and make it the core of the Federation, yeah. that was just well, wrong. It, it
0: was, to me, it was like okay. Every how many times have we seen throughout all the series that that the that, the, that our hero ship defeats the the bad guy ship and then offers to help them yeah. whatever whatever it be you know what I'm saying they always help mm-hmm. the me after they've won so here we have the Romulans and they're gonna all die as a race but the federation goes yeah let them die
1: yeah, I don't know Archer took that you know, what's it, from the
7: but but I, I I always go back to the whole supernova Romulus and stuff they're an interstellar empire they're not one planet we're yeah. not one planet, a, a supernova is not going to take them all
0: out. <laughs> no, and you're right. That's another, that's, but then, and then of course, then we have the other plot where we have, where we had a whole episode basically saying that this is wrong. We're not going to make a, a race of of, of of somewhat sentient beings and then make them slaves, measure,
2: and then, man, they, then measure you yeah, and yeah, then
0: you go ahead and do exactly that. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then you
5: get upset when they revolt.
0: Yeah. Well, you know that was the this other force controlling them that caused them to revolt. But sure, you know the stupidity of the storyline was just like and apparently from what Dave Blast told me, um, that was all coming from from Patrick Stewart and, and I forgot who else he said that they knew they were going to write this and they knew that a lot of people weren't going to like it and they didn't care
4: because mm-hmm. they wanted <laughs> they wanted want
0: some respect but, for Patrick yeah, Stewart pay. on that one because I'm like so you're with my franchise to to do whatever crap that you decided no, you to wanted to do.
1: Yeah. You know what we haven't touched on?
0: What have so Please enlighten us. JJ Trek. But, yeah, I don't know
5: what you're what? talking
7: about, Mary Beth. Um my supper's calling for me. Uh, uh.
0: I, go. <laughs> I
5: I'm sorry, my internet connection seems to be Yeah, I connected.
7: mean JJ
0: Trek is JJ Trek. I mean, uh, we should, I suppose. It had
1: its moments. It had its. Well,
0: I mean, I still think I will always say this, and this is one thing I've said this in my roundtables. I think the casting was brilliant. I think they did a, the a casting good job. Of, I think most people agree the casting was were spot on. I think they did a really good job, especially with Carl Urban as McCoy. Yeah. I think he was. Yeah. He
2: was the,
5: he I, was I the think brilliant. overall the visuals are stunning.
0: Well, except for the Apple Store, and I hated, I hated well, the, the Enterprise and the lens flare. The Enterprise was awful.
5: Yes, looking. the proportions are wrong, but just, yeah, overall the effects, the, the the way it was oh, shot, yeah. minus the lens flares, the lens was pretty lens spectacular.
1: Lens. If it weren't for JJ Trek, I wouldn't have gotten an entire lecture on by Doug Drexler about how warp bubbles work. <laughs> <laughs> the the
7: thing with the thing with the JJ Trek is they just they, the logic wasn't there, and that's what really attracted me to to Star Trek in the first place. Is it made sense? It was logical. But you know, hey, um, I, everybody! Everybody must have died because we're going to put the damn cadet as first officer. Yeah, yeah. You he's know? promoted immediately.
1: I, oh, I think we're, they we're tripped go and with, fell. But Star Trek we loves to do that. They like to promote people who. Yeah, people I mean, this, being
0: promoted. It was yeah. They do that. I, a lot.
5: I think they tripped and stumbled with with Kirk Spock McCoy. Kirk Spock McCoy is one character: ego, super ego, and id. And id, all in individually, all together, they make one very capable command team and the movies, the JJ movies never got that right.
1: No, yeah, because Spock needed a girlfriend. Although we keep we've continued with that. Stranger Worlds picked yeah, that up. I don't like
0: that. It. That's another thing I'm not thrilled about the whole Spock. I'm okay with that. I think I think Spock needs to have a little fun. Phil, you it. like the musical
3: episode, so just stop. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't like the treatment I of want Spock, Spock to like get the girl. I don't hey, in now, girl. I don't like the treatment of Spock like he's some He's like uh, the butt of a lot of jokes. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that he's special, I guess. Well, and have
5: they actually said that he's the first Vulcan that made it through Starfleet?
3: Not, uh, Starfleet no. Academy? They haven't said anything like that, but we know that, that's that the that legend. Happened. I mean,
5: he was the first Vulcan to make it through Starfleet because none of the rest of them could be troubled to to
7: interact with the. He's favorite. the only one that applied. Let's put it that way. He's down
2: the only one that applied.
5: Yeah. yeah. Right, but the rest are too arrogant. But humans are also too
7: bad. But yeah. the, the the actual one character in Strange New Worlds that, that bothers me the most is Chapel. I love the character. Don't make it Chapel.
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree with anybody
1: yeah, there, it, I, I love Jess
0: Bush. I think she's, again, I, I like the character, but, but it's not our Chapel.
1: It's not. like We have clear idea it's, of who it, Chapel, Uhura, Scotty now, because we've introduced him. And Benga. Now, Mabenga, that was a blank slate. We did no, not know
0: it, really, it doesn't, the timeline's not matching up with him.
1: No, the timeline no. is not matching up with him. But it doesn't matter. I'm enjoying Babs' Babs's portrayal mm, of Mabenga. Yes. I'm enjoying Mabenga. I do.
4: But they could have made think, it. I think there's stuff, serious stuff going to happen with Mabenga down
0: the road. Um,
4: I don't really think serious your doctor
1: tough. should be your best fighter, but hey, what do I yeah, know? Yeah, that was so, weird.
0: I mean, I do, I, they've kind of certainly, but and then the other thing with his daughter keeping her in the transporter and I don't know where they were going with that storyline until they, until the, until the, uh, till the uh, yeah, till the, till the, Well,
5: the... he's the Shepherd Book. He's got the mysterious past that enables him yeah. to do things. Yeah, he's kind of sh- yeah. no yeah.
0: Shepherd Book.
1: But what? Shep was very
0: he's no Shepherd Book. Oh, he know he's no Shepard's Shepherd Book, but that's
5: what they're going for.
0: So, all right, I don't know okay.
1: what
2: else uh, we
1: were I talking about. Bad me, episodes. Yeah. Oh, bad episodes. For I don't many T had
2: some bad ones. Is
1: that the, not, Sub,
0: Rosa. Sub Rosa? is probably the worst TNG episode.
1: Is Float the racist one. Yes,
0: yeah. that's the like, no the, vaccine.
1: Like the cast themselves, no
0: Lieutenant and no vaccine. Yeah, that was pretty bad.
1: That was yeah. bad.
3: I still Although think Sub, Sub, Sub Rosa, Rosa is worse. Is in, fact, yeah. in fact, in fact, Frakes said recently that it's the one Star Trek episode that they should take out of streaming.
1: Really?
5: Mm, yeah. Yeah. Just remove it completely. Oh, why?
3: Because they felt it was too racist? Yep, even at the time. Because they they talked about it way back when. They
1: talked about it as they were filming it. We should not be filming this. This is racist. And
3: and Sub
5: Rosa was a poor rehash of of the Anne Rice novels. It was
3: just just bad. Don't talk about the candle love like that. It was just, yeah, it was like, yeah, it was... You can't
5: Read The Witching Hour from Anne Rice. It's the same goddamn story. Pardon yeah. my language.
0: I don't need to. I watched Sub Rosa, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Rosa.
7: So, why would I want to torture myself again? How about The Empath? What do people think about The Empath? She not my see, favorite. The it, entire episode,
1: it, it, she didn't speak.
7: Didn't she like
3: it. It's not I'm terrible. Like it. Yeah. But it's not good. good. Is
1: that the one they filmed the completely in the Black Room? Like yeah, it it was just,
3: yeah, it was done yeah. lost in space style.
0: Yep. It was like this was a big huge an alien ship in Lost in Space, it was always big it black was, it was always black background with just a few props.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. We used to yeah. So uh that's that's how they did that one. I never cared for that episode. Um I know what they were trying to say, but again, as a kid, I always relate to these shows from the from from the ten year old me.
7: Yeah, if the yeah, 10 year old me
0: The 10 year old me didn't like that because there was boring. Can you remember the
7: 10 year <laughs> old
3: you? Yeah. He didn't the 10 year old you anymore. I was
0: building model rockets and watching Star Trek, and and then Star Wars happened, and it was like losing my virginity.
7: <laughs> on that note, it was <laughs> that kind of
0: impact on your life is what my point.
4: Pencil so note, don't sit next to Rizzo in Star Wars. <laughs> nope.
1: I no wonder he likes Patrick Reed Johnson so much. I, I don't know. <laughs>
0: I related to his film.
1: You related to his film, we all did.
0: It was a good yeah. film.
5: That oh, that yeah. one tugged on the heart.
0: So come on, you guys are all roughly the same age, with the exception of Fez. You know what it was like. Well, I'm saying in when that movie dropped,
6: mm-hmm.
5: wow. when it, Star Wars yeah. hit, yeah, yeah, that was a big one. It was
0: a
1: yeah. big deal, yeah. yeah it, was, it was
0: it was the focus of our lives for dec for a decade at least.
5: Yep.
0: So back I mean, in the day, back in the day, twelve years. The saying,
4: the saying was, "Back in the day, the saying was, to be a fan is a sad and lonely thing.'" And after Star Wars and this iteration of uh, you know the, the proliferation of Star Trek. Everyone's a fan now. It is no longer a sad and lonely existence to be a science fiction fan. Yeah. We are living well, in pop culture the nerddom. we always
2: to live in.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, you wander around Comic Con or a place like that and you will see kindred slowly. well
0: it's true. It's cool. It's cool to be to be a nerd these days. Mm-hmm. It's become it's not a it's not a stigma like it was when we were kids.
3: You guys so. are nerds? Big time. Yes. Are you scared
1: of us now?
0: A little. <laughs> this is this from, the, this from the man who can recite star trek verbatim better than any, any you know anybody i know yeah I don't, I, as if I anybody's don't. the nerdiest of any of us i think it, you it'd be you yeah i
3: think i have no idea what you're talking about
0: yeah i think you do <laughs> you all right guys. It, it's 20 yeah, after i don't i think we've beaten this this horse to death um Here's to the next like, fifty-seven years. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. hear here, here, here's, here's
1: to the next fifty-seven. Long may it live. Here's
0: to everybody. Long to may it
1: entertain us.
0: We'll keep watching it, even if they keep making it bad. Yes. Keep watching it, and I'll they know out. that,
5: so it's and shooting, shooting nerds in a barrel.
0: Yeah, but I won't rewatch it. So. Oh well, there you go. That's and that's <laughs> apparently USA what here's. they want. They want the rewatch. I'll rewatch Lower, <laughs> Lower deck <laughs> which is airing this week, right?
3: Yep. On yeah, Thursday Friday. tomorrow. 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 Tomorrow, so two next
1: week we'll have three minutes on Ahsoka and three minutes on Lower Necks
3: Two episodes, yep. guys. We two, will do that. Two,
7: two episodes.
3: All right,
0: guys. Thank you for joining us for this Star Trek celebration. Uh, you know, the, since I know this is a this is a pale <laughs> comparison, I'm sure what Paramount's going to put on for Saturday. But uh, yeah, but at least don't we watch it. Right support page. SAG and the writers yeah, Don't watch that Star Trek propaganda. The Paramount propaganda.
4: So. All right. Pay hey the
0: writers, pay the actors. Exactly. Pay hey the writers, pay the actors, so we get better stuff. Yep. Right. Hey, see you next week with uh, what are we doing? Oh, we guilty pleasures. Stuff. Guilty pleasures, right? Guilty pleasures of what you bad movies. You're Star TV Trek shows. on Roy's Show Friday. Yep. And they're going to do Star Trek, so you can get this all over again with Roy. Probably <laughs> better organized than our arguing, but. But um, <laughs> well, we've got heart.
2: Yes. Faith. faith. We have, faith. Faith. We have faith. heart. We heart.
0: <laughs> exactly. So, it's um,
2: the first Finally, I to still like that opening.
0: I'm one of the people that likes the opening of Enterprise.
5: Nah, Firefly did it better.
0: Firefly did it well. Firefly is a great show. We can we've done Firefly, but say anyway. goodnight, Gracie. All right, night, Gracie. we're rambling. We're rambling. Stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> good night, folks. We'll see you next week.